Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Absolutely no children because it's a narrated podcast. This is Ready Player Two, episode 77. I'm going to jump right into it because I've absolutely banjaxed my back today and I need to talk fast, faster than normal because if we don't finish this podcast within the next 15 minutes, I might die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's uh, it's going to be pretty easy. The actually. ratings will be again. great, though, won't they? What if I don't if I don't talk much? No, if you die. <laughs> If I die, if I die live on the podcast yeah. that will be released two years after we finish recording it. <laughs> um, so, all right, you've heard. That's it. It's giving it away who we've got this week. So we've got a trio of podcasters this week. My name is Rich. I've broken my back. Uh, I will be talking quite a lot, so hold on to your pants. We have also got Auntie L. Hi, that's me. I know that's you this time. Yeah, Yeah, you're aware that that's you this that's time. Me. I'm up with and the times. Also have the pod father, Mr. Rossifer Bellbag. How are you? Oh, good. It's, it's Father's Day. It's the Dadcast. Mm. It is actually. Ah, the yeah. Oh, it is. I didn't think about that. The Dadcast. Uh, yeah, only the only the dads managed to make it to this podcast this week. Elle's ill. Lewis is away. So the three of us this week. Have we all had a good Father's Day? Yeah. yeah. Really nice. We're going to have to do stuff that we want to do since Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I've been fixing radiators, <laughs> but I did go out to the pub for a pub lunch and uh, and I did get or pub dinner and I did get beers, so I'm happy with that. I call it do the fuck what I want day. All <laughs> uh, right. Well, I got uh, board games and sci-fi books and beer and all kinds of stuff, so I'm pretty damn happy. Chocolate. Um, chocolate. Yeah, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Just chocolate, just, chocolate, <laughs> just, just all, all chocolate. Yeah, chocolate. Did you get anything nice, Ross? Uh, I've got beer and I've got a new backpack because my work backpack just keeps splitting open, which is always fun when you're walking down the street. It's always good. And it's such a stupid holiday as well, isn't it? It is. Just, I, I like that we just get stuff yeah, for, for no reason. Yeah. yeah. i got a you game. You me up, how, have some stuff. Yeah, but you bought that yourself, didn't you? <laughs> well, I bought it in the name of Father's Day. In the spirit of Father's Day, Day you bought yourself, yourself a gift. Present. Yeah. Yeah, I do that I as well. Like Birthday <laughs> and Christmas. Well, we nearly bought a game and we didn't in the end. Yeah, as a, as a Father's Day gift to ourselves. But Ross is going to talk about that a little bit later, so we'll be able to find out whether whether we made the right decision or not. Look, we need to potentially just skirt over the three elephants in the room. <laughs> e three. Mm. has been going on, is going on, was going on. Um, as this podcast gets, re- gets released, it was about a month and a half ago. And we, so we're going to talk a little bit about possibly some of the stuff that we saw at E3. But we're not going to talk loads about it because we live streamed and live commented on a bunch of the E3 content. Yeah. And you can find those videos 
on our Twitch, on our YouTube, on our Mixer. We'll we'll go through all of those at the end of the podcast. I think it's like mixer.com slash readyplayer2, twitch.com slash readyp2 maybe. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, they're on our... They're on our website. We'll probably I'll try and list them all at the end of the uh, podcast, but it's probably going to be right. very similar to that. Ready to? Yeah, there you go. Um, we've also been putting out loads of content this week um, on our YouTube and our Facebook. We've got new videos up. We've got all kinds of stuff. So go 15, go look at all of those. Seen new videos on YouTube since the last podcast. There you go. So we're putting out cool. tons of content. It's not just podcasts anymore. We're not just a one-trick pony. Well, we're like a, all media. Yeah. yeah, we're like a two-trick pony now. We're we just cross-post a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, we st- look, we're going to have to say something about E3, because it would be pretty stupid if we did. Yeah. So, just quickly, I want everybody to just say what their standout... No, it doesn't have to be game, but what their standout thing of E3 was. Um, so, start with... Mm-hmm. Lee. Can I say what my standout 15 things were? Because <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Is that no. on Wednesday for that? <laughs> okay. Um, there's so many. Do you know, I'm going to go with the negative one because I came to this one hoping for so much VR stuff to come because Bethesda had such a big uh, conference that, and they did have a, an amazing conference. I was blown away by it. But what really... Um, left me with a sour taste in my, in my mouth was that sort of hardly anything had um, VR attached to it. And well, actually, that's a that's a theme that carried across a lot of E3. Yeah. I didn't see a huge amount of VR stuff being touted from any of the major players. Mm. Mm. It was a bit disappointing, um, but since then, uh, more has come out. There is stuff. There's just not, there's just not going to be AAA. I, it, it's beyond expectations to expect uh, AAA games to be developed by these big studios right now exclusively for VR they're going to be bolted on for a while so I think there's fine. a fear I think there's a fear at the moment if the big studios come out and say right this game is made for VR you can also play it 2D as well so it's kind of both That the VR people are going to go well hang on a minute you know I don't want this half-baked crap Yeah. and the non-VR people are going to be going well I don't want you cust- you know neutering my 2D games hmm. So that they can be shoehorned into VR. So this, this, this is a, this a potential lose lose, and I think people are skirting around that. Adding it in after the fact seems to be the way to go yeah. Yeah. for a lot of these studios. Oh, At no. least I'm not as butt hurt as all of the um, Fallout fans about Fallout 76. So well, that's yet to be seen. No, 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 I no. This, this, um, oh, I'm just going to say this: uh, Fallout Survival Evolved Rust. <laughs> Fallout Survival Evolved Rust. <laughs> yeah. that Yep. Rust. No, Rust. Oh, they're crust if you like. <laughs> Crusty, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's... Fallout, fallout Exiles. It's not what we want, um, but we'll cover that next time. Yeah, we'll, we'll speak about that at some point. Um, Ross, what was your standout thing at E3? Um, Xbox having a shitload of games. Yeah. yeah. Not specifically console exclusives, but world exclusives and just stuff coming to that console. And Kingdom Hearts 3 comes from Xbox. Yeah, well, this is... And I felt that the Microsoft conference for the first time... Didn't, it didn't feel Xbox heavy. No, it, it was, was Xbox, games, you know, it? but it was about games. Mm, it yeah. wasn't about, and they, do you know what? I kept waiting for them to go into the hardware side of things. Mm-hmm. And they did speak a little bit about the hardware and what they were doing and, yeah. and how powerful the, the console was, the newest console and stuff like that. But um, they didn't really push the Xbox as a console. They were more pushing the Xbox platform as a platform, which now includes yes. the PC side of things as well. The and they were talking a lot about the Game Pass, yeah, an awful lot about the Game Pass. And most of the new games that they were that they were talking about 
were all going to be, or not all, but most of them were going to be available in the Game Pass uh, on release. So Crackdown one, yeah. 3. Yeah, Crackdown 3, um, Division 2, um, the, the weird... Yeah, Forza Horizon, the weird Gears of War games that they've yeah. decided they're, they're <laughs> going to do, War which, is, which is weird, mm. and, and there was loads of stuff. And the only thing that I will say about the Game Pass, it is a little bit frustrating, and I think we've spoken about this before. Mm. Um, when they talk about the Game Pass, what they don't say is that because the game's in the Game Pass doesn't necessarily mean that it's available in the Game Pass for every platform. Yeah. So when they say that the Division 2 is going to be available with the Game Pass from launch, what they didn't say is if that's Xbox only or Xbox and PC cross-platform. Mm, I need to make that clear. And they, it, we, we spoke about this when we were doing the live stream, and it would be very, very interesting because um, Ubisoft games on Xbox use Microsoft services. So it doesn't really make any difference. If they release it through the Game Pass, it works perfectly fine. Yeah. Ubisoft games on the PC are all delivered through Uplay, which is um, Ubisoft's content delivery platform on the PC. They don't sell their games directly through Steam. You have to download them through Uplay, or if you buy, even if you buy them through Steam, you've got to launch a Uplay client to download yeah. them. If it's available on the Game Pass, it's going to have to be downloadable through the Microsoft Store, which would be a huge departure for Ubisoft for their content delivery. And they haven't said yet whether that's going to be a thing or not. So I'm guessing that Division 2 is actually going to be an Xbox-only Game Pass Xbox exclusive. Game, yeah. yeah, but I'd love to find out more about that because really nobody's talking about it, and it is a problem. It does kind of get on my nerves. Yeah, the release date is the um, same across all consoles and, and PC. So the thing that I've seen that I'm actually interested in. This is weird because I've not been interested in one of these games for ages. So we went through a whole bunch of different, there was loads of different games. There's a bunch that I am interested in and a bunch that I'm just not that interested in. Yeah. Um, Trials, the new Trials game. Yes. For the first time, for the first time, I watched that uh, that kind of release footage that they brought out of the Trials game. And we were going, ooh, ah, ooh, that looked painful and all that kind of stuff as it was, go as it was going through. This is the first time I've watched Trials footage, and I've watched loads of Trials footage before Byron, who um, used to do videos for us on our yeah. YouTube channel, did a whole series of Trials um, videos, and, and I watched them and enjoyed them, looked funny and all the rest of it, but this is the first time I've watched one, and the content and the, and the, the atmosphere and the backgrounds and the scenarios and everything that's going on in this one seem way more explosive than they have ever have done in one of the Trials games before. Yeah, definitely. And for the first time, I'm proper interested in it, and multiplayer, which I don't believe has been in a Trials game before either. Only um, as, as as far as you set a score, someone beats your score. Your score is yeah, on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, in this one, it looks like it's it's multiple people playing at the same time, unless they've done something weird with the shadow, so you're not actually simultaneously playing. I'm not sure, but pretty sure it is multiplayer. It certainly looked like it was multiplayer, simultaneous multiplayer. Mm. That I'm on board with. Mm. Couple of pups in, in there as well. A couple of things that I wasn't so bothered about. The weird gears franchising that they've now decided with to pop. do. Yeah, yeah, smacking, one, yeah, smacking of what they tried to do with Halo, yeah. which which is basically they're taking the gears. Yeah, they've taken the gears franchise and they've gone okay right now. So we're going to branch out into other games. So this is what we need to do. This is this is what we need to do. We need to take a pure 18 certificate game franchise that has previously not been available to people of the younger generations before because it's heavily gory, yeah. very very adult oriented, and we're going to kid it down to make it accessible to them. What? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, oh god, so they've made a, a Gears of what I can't remember what it was called. Gears Pop, was it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah, which is it which is based on the Funko Pop kind of things, the collectible doll things that you get. It was very odd. And then they've done a top down um strategy game, which looks very similar to Halo Wars. Yeah, it was Halo Wars, yeah. yeah. So I I don't know. Very odd. I don't, 
I was sat there thinking, well, these are the games that nobody asked for. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? These are, this, that's the shit that nobody really wanted. Yeah. I, was, I was encouraged that, uh, you know, we, we've been worried for the last few months about Microsoft and all Xbox specifically but about the um, exclu- exclusivity uh, games yeah. on uh, on that platform against the PS4 ones. And I think I feel better about it now. I don't. I'm still worried. I'm still worried. Well, they because unveiled more than ever, 18 more exclusives. Than ever, yeah, no, and that's fantastic. Exclusives to the platform, though, not exclusives to the console. Mm. And the problem is, if I was to go out and buy a console right now, I would not be incentivized whatsoever to buy an Xbox. There would be no need for me to, because I can get the same games on my PC. Oh, yeah, but with, well, PC games are a different case. I think, you know, console gamers... In terms of exclusives, as far as I'm concerned, an exclusive is a game that isn't exclusive to a manufacturer or a platform. It's exclusive to that console. Like mm. so, uh, when these games when these games come out, I'm going to be able to play them on my PC. Now, I, if I wanted to play them in a yeah, different room, okay, fair enough. I want to buy an Xbox. Microsoft are a different case though, because they they yeah. own the Xbox and they they own Windows as well. So. It depends. If they're not bothered about selling the consoles, then great. That's fine, and actually, I think a lot yeah, of the time but they don't earn money their money the from the consoles. No, they? exactly. So they, they um, want to get as much software out there. Hey, as they and can. we still buy the peripherals and things for our PCs because we've, yep. we've all got Xbox pads exactly. that we connect <laughs> right. to our PCs. So you haven't bought one for a there while. We go. I'm still on the 360. No, I'm rocking along with my 360 pads. Oh, right. Are we done with E3? Can that be done? Can that be? E- can we be E3'd out? Look, in the next couple of podcasts, and we're doing another one fairly soon, we're going to talk about E3 a little bit more. So we're going to try and do a podcast in the next few days, which we're going to have um, at least me, Lee, and Lewis on. Yeah. And we were the ones that were doing a lot of the E3 coverage, and we're going to talk a lot more about the E3 stuff on there. But right now, we Get have well games. Soon, Get well soon now. Hopefully we'll have El on there as well. We have games that we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. This is fucking urgent. <laughs> so... I'm not going to talk. <laughs> what? I'm going to I'm going to back off mostly because I need to stretch my back. Um, so I want to I want to hear uh, actually both of the games that I can see that are on Ross's list this week. I want to hear about, but specifically one of them is Ooh. the one that's on the top of the list. So Ross, could you tell us what you've been playing this week and your thoughts? Far Cry Five. I'm a big fan of Far Cry games. And Same. So jelly. <laughs> yeah, apart from Blood Dragon, obviously. Which they take the piss out of in this game, which is great. Oh, oh nice. Good. Yes, they are shooting a uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon 3 film within this game <laughs> up in the uh, wilderness. Which is great. You have to do some missions and stuff. And you actually get the um, one of the unlockable outfits for your character is the suit that the guy wears in Blood Dragon. So that's quite cool, that's wearing that running around Montana. Hunting bears, wearing um, the uh, futuristic outfit. But yeah, this game is so good. It's it's Far Cry 4, it's Far Cry 3 in terms of gameplay, but the story they've put on the to, top of it is superb. And you put fishing in it. I spent hours what? just fishing. You can fit. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Oh, what did we do, Lee? We ruined ourselves. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. It's so good. Oh. There's different, ty- there's okay. different types of um, rods, different types of laws, and there's so much open water space to fish. I spent hours just sitting there fishing. So what's the benefit? Can you cook the fish as well? You can sell it and make money, because money is very hard to come by. And you can literally... Is this Fishmonger Simulator 2018? Is Pretty this... much. The fish is worth more than the bear skins and things like that. Fuck, what? <laughs> you think I've... You think people would be like, fucking bear skin? Yeah, all right. I've got an important but question. No, a okay. bit of cod. Can we, can we co-op fish? <laughs> Um, I'm out you and Rich probably can if you both get it on PC you can both fish at the same time oh wow because it's, it's not online oh, could we have no a competition way. <laughs> yeah, yeah we are definitely going to have to do live stream co-op fishing <sighs> there are leaderboards within the game for because um, there's like hard 
places to fish and there are actually I, I love the way that we spoke about the title of the game <laughs> and the fact that the story is quite good and then jumped straight into the fishery <laughs> that, <laughs> that is in it I can smell okay. the fishy fingers and the slime well, do you know what because we played me and me and a load of my friends, my wife, we all played Final Fantasy XI, which was the first online version of the Final Fantasy franchise. Yeah. And uh, we lit- we played it for we didn't play it for all that long, only about a month and a half, something like that. We literally spent the entire time fishing the whole time. Nice. We didn't. I don't think we it, we even left the main city. So I'm well into this. I do what, like what this does have is, within it is it has Far Cry Arcade, which allows uh, single player, two player co-op, multiplayer stuff. You can build maps, small maps for you and your friends to play in. You can take bits from. Assassin's Creed, yeah, Black Flag. I remember seeing about this. Watch Dogs, Ooh. Primal. You can add it all into your thing. And you create your own little scenarios, can't you? Yeah. It's not it's not just like kind of straightforward levels. You can actually create whole scenarios with yeah. like you can create like games voice- to play within. And they the got game. like a workshop. You can inject mode. voice acting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So got you can download other people's ones. Yeah. And there are arcades, yes. arcade yeah. machines oh. scattered around the world in your single player where you can just jump in at any point and play the arcade mode. Rich, I hate you right now. <laughs> this is not my fault. This is your you fault. You wanted those silly pad things way. for your fucking vice. I gave you every opportunity. Hey, I've still got money. I could still buy this game. <laughs> the storyline is great, by the way. I should mention that. It's all about um, You're a, not making uh, this better for me, a, a cult that's been taken over the um, Montana, in, uh, almost in Seattle, in the Pacific Northwest of America, and they are taken over one by one. You've got to kind of they've got three different areas of the, like the family, so you've just got to do missions within those certain areas and. Lead the resistance, basically. I think I'm going to get this on Xbox and play it with Ross instead. Oh, do you know what? Fuck you. (laughs) This was brilliant, actually. This is one of the standout things of uh, of E3, of uh, EGX last year. No, we went to. um, Oh yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah, we went and queued up uh, for Far Cry uh, Five at EGX last year, and they were one of the only people that had the um, the guys that were managing the queue were all in character. Oh no! So they they all had these pamphlets and they were walking up to people. And kind of going, have you heard the good news, brother? Oh, have you brilliant. heard the good news? And they were handing out these pamphlets. When they um, they first did this, we we joined the queue and they came over and they give it. They gave us these pamphlets. And I looked at it and it's like religious thing. Yeah, it's all about. And I, the, I thought, cult. is this somebody that's just got into EGX just to give out <laughs> actual yeah. religious themed stuff that he's trying to convert it to, convert us to some cult because we're like a soft target. <laughs> it's very pointed yeah. in what it says and points as well. It's obviously making digs at the Trump administration and the current state of America and stuff like that oh, as well. I see. And there was, and these guys were walking around, and I turned around at one point, and there's just this dude <laughs> stood there staring. He had at the stariest <laughs> eyes. He had the ever wildest seen. eyes, and he just stood there. And I turned around, and I was like, "You're right." And he just stood there, <laughs> so and I'm funny. like. I'm not sure how far this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> People were taking pictures of them and they were holding these kind of uh, these bolt-action rifles and stuff like that. It was great. Yeah. They made a great show of it. They got everybody into the theme of it. The queue was interesting. The game was really in- entertaining to play. Everybody played it a different way. I managed to break the game and glitched it out. But fuck <laughs> it, that's expected. <laughs> that's expected of me on a release game, let alone an unreleased one. Mm. Um, and there and then I knew that I wanted it. The problem is it's been really expensive. But at the moment, yeah, yeah. at the moment, if you were, were to go buy it on PC, because there is an E3 sale on on the Uplay store at the moment, if you go to the actual genuine Uplay store right. through Uplay on the PC, you get 25% off everything. 20. If on No, 25. If on top oh, right, of yeah. that, you spend 100 Uplay points, which you can earn by playing the games, mm-hmm. which are kind of like their gamer score points that you get given for yeah. doing certain achievements in the game, you then get a further 20% off. Damn. So you can get this for £30 from the genuine Uplay store. 
Um, you can get this for £30 from the Genuine Uplay store right now. And I, that is cheaper than CD keys, it's cheaper than G2A, it's cheaper than anyway. Yeah, I paid £32 so, for CEX. Yeah, very tempted. Unless it's brand new, so I'm very tempted. Yeah. I'm very, very tempted, especially from that. Look. I'm buying so, it now. Are you really? <laughs> yeah. I've already put about 20 hours into it and... Really? Yeah. Look, really I want to ask something. So, from a, from a fellow fan, mm-hmm. I love Far Cry 3. Yes. I absolutely loved Far Cry 3. Even the stupid mechanisms that I've got very tired of, which is climbing to the top of towers to unlock another part of the map, yeah. um, which is a kind of a U- Ubisoft trope now. It is, isn't it? <laughs> I quite like that. That's not really in this one. One of the early missions right. does it, but you don't do it after that. So... Far Cry 3 was just fantastic. The upgrade system, the way that you got the tattiles and all the rest mm-hmm. of it to upgrade yourself, the way that your main character gradually drifts away from his friends, who he was kind of trying to save in the first place, yeah. and then alienates because he's kind of gone native. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it was just brilliant. It was just really, really fantastic, and I got really into the storyline. I went straight from that into Far Cry 4, and I say straight from that because I played 3 again just before 4 came out. Yeah. I went straight into Far Cry 4 expecting much of the same, and I found that even though the mechanisms, the gameplay and all the rest of it in 4 were really nice, the storyline was so bad, I just didn't yeah. enjoy it anywhere near as much. And Vass, the main ba- or one of the main bad guys from Far Cry 3, was so incredible that the guy in Far Cry 4 just couldn't compete, I didn't think. No. How are we looking in terms of those things in the new game? In, in terms of bad guys, and yeah, yeah, he is very much more like Varsity Three. He is. I'm. There's, there's bits in the game where if you stand in these, uh, called, it's called Bliss, which is what they're using to kind of um, indoctrinate people into their cult. Uh, it's, it's a drug. So if you stand in these fields of this Bliss, the screen starts to go all hazy, and then you get you get sent into this other <coughs> this other part of the game where you're in like a, a dream state and. Uh, Faith Seed, who is the sister, or the bunny is sister of Joseph Seed, the main guy. She's trying to bring you into the cult, and the whole time you kind of have to snap yourself out of it. It's so good. The whole time they're talking to you, you're thinking, yeah, maybe he's, he's onto something here. Yeah? Why am I? Um, why am I working for the police? Or why am I? Why don't I just come and join these guys? <laughs> yeah, he's really. The voice acting they've got for it is superb. It's so charismatic, and yeah, he's. And the main character is the main character, well voiced as well. Uh, what the, uh, in terms of bad guy, or the guy you control? No, you the guy you control. It doesn't say a great deal, but yeah, he's um, he has some funny quips, and a lot of the characters you are involved with are really good. When you play it, when you unlock the lady with the um, helicopter as your buddy, um, she has some rather fruity language. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> she's a bit highly sexed for an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm kind of into that too. <laughs> So yeah, okay, so recommend. look, 20 hours into the game, a thumbs up at the moment, right? Yeah, I've barely touched the main story. I'm just doing side missions and fishing <laughs> and hunting. <laughs> See, what I'm really interested in is the co-op. Because as far as I'm aware, it's got full campaign co-op. Yeah. And that was one of the things that's drawing me and lead to it. Now, we've been told, or from what we've read, that the person who is joining the main game doesn't have any progress saved. So it's only the person who started or hosted the game that is actually having any progress made in their game whatsoever. Yeah. But then, as a, as a kind of aside from that, it says, oh, but you do carry Renown and something else over. And it's not really been very well explained. So I'm not actually 100% sure how it's going to work. But I'm hoping it is full campaign and there's no parts that the that the second person is kind of locked out from doing. I'm it hoping says, the whole thing is there. It says the campaign can be played individually or with a partner uh, through the game's co-option multiplayer known as Friends for Hire. So I don't know so, if I don't know if Lee joined your game, he would get the same sort of um, 
he'd see the story in the same way, but obviously he'd he'd be very helpful to play with someone because you always it's it's so good to have those helpers in the game, the buddies that they use. Mm. Oh, do we need to research this before we go ahead and splurge? I, I, I mean, it's worth it single player alone. It is so good. Yeah, my uh, PayPal details weren't attached to my Uplay account, so I haven't actually bought it yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm happy to, but it'll start downloading right now and it'll bugger up the quality of the podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm not going to bother right now. Oh, okay. I'm going to have. I think I'm going to have to get it. I, this is possibly the first time that I've abstained for so long from a Far Cry game, yeah, apart from Primal, way. which I still haven't played. Primal, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't sure about it. It looked like a weird kind of bolt-on, and I never bothered with it. But Lee, you played it, didn't you? And you said you really liked it. Sorry, which was sorry. Primal. Far Cry Primal. Oh, Sorry, yeah, I own Primal. I love that. I didn't finish it, but um, it's a big game. It's, uh, uh, it's The story kind of petered out a bit for me because it turned into a bit of a grind. Right. Um, right. But it was quite a departure from some of the game mechanics from uh, your, your standard yeah. Far Cry stuff because you had, didn't have any guns. No guns. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the, I mean, they added in uh, companions. So you had pets. You could have a bear with you that would um, do certain things. That, yeah, they're also in this game as well. Are they really? You, you can, can have, have a pet bear. You can have a pet dog, uh, a pet bear. Oh, I or mean, or a pet <laughs> cougar. And they yeah, all have I different mean, to be fair, abilities. you had me at fishing cougar. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say you... any jokes about wives. <laughs> yeah, you can <laughs> use the cougar to. Um, it sneaks through long grass. So if you're fighting guys in the. The jungle areas, take the cook with you. It, it like, crawls through the grass and hunts down people. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't oh listen to me, I'm not worried. <laughs> Thank Christ for that. Right, look, we need to move on from Far Cry 5. So, so far, 20 hours in, Love looking it. pretty good. Yep. I've got a funny feeling that me and Lee are probably going to get it at some point, mm-hmm. so we will be able to report still working on the of the multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to play it tonight, don't push too hard. Right, so, <laughs> we need to move to something else. Um... Lee, would you like to talk about your game, or do you want to skip over you for now and go? Yeah, skip me for now. Okay. Right. Look, I'm busy buying. <laughs> oh god. So tell me how big it is, because I might download it at the same time. It's only 27 um, on Xbox. Oh fuck! I'm gonna have to go on. Which yeah. is small for Xbox games. <laughs> right. Okay. We're gonna talk about a game. Right. We are gonna talk about a game that I have played. Um, and this is kind of a big. Well, I think this is a big one. I'm not actually sure whether it is or not. And there's gonna be a bunch of people that are huge fans of either Player Unknown Battleground. Or Fortnite, they're going to say, "Fuck you! This is some inbred piece of shit game that just turned out in the middle of nowhere, and and fucking nobody gives a shit about it." But people do give a shit about it. So this game is called Realm Royale. Now, as far as I'm aware, it's only available on PC at the moment. This is by High Res Games. Now, High Res Games are reasonably adept at sounding out trends um, in game in gaming and shoving a game out in that space. Taking advantage of the market. Yeah, to capitalise on the market as it is at the time. Uh, they did this with Paladins. Yeah. Um, they did this with... Oh, I'm trying to think of the Smite. other one that they did. That's it. Smite, that's it. Um, and they, they've also done things like they've shut down development of a game in order to chase a more lucrative game type. <laughs> so, they, you know, they, they, they're not done and they, they go where the money is and if they go where the money is and that gives them more money and finances and time to develop something that's actually really good. And their games have been very well accepted in general. So they have made a game called Realm Royale. 
which is clearly capitalising on what's going on right now with Fortnite specifically, but with also player on backgrounds, which yeah. is also still going strong. Um, the aesthetic is very similar to Fortnite. It is, if you looked at it versus Fortnite, I mean, you could be forgiven for thinking that a screenshot from Realm Royale was from World of Warcraft. Because that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. And what they've done is they've departed from the modern day or the slightly futuristic um, aesthetic or cartoony aesthetic that Fortnite's got and instead opted for a medieval cartoony aesthetic which is a little bit more similar to WoW. It's a hundred people, they drop in from a kind of blimp airship thing, very similar to Fortnite, and from then on, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. There's a couple There's a couple of major differences though here. Firstly, um, you don't drop, everybody that drops in Fortnite is made equal. From the moment that you leave the ship until the moment you touch the ground and start picking something up, you are all exactly at the same advantage or disadvantage, you are the same person. And then what you pick up and gather in the game determines what you can do later on and obviously your skill level and all the rest of it. And that's not the same as that with Realm Royale. With Realm Royale, every class, uh, so there's five different classes. You've got Warrior, uh, Mage, Engineer, Assassin, and something else that I can't remember. Hunter. Uh, Hunter, Hunter, that's it. All of them have got different abilities. And you pick up those abilities out of chests in the same way that you loot everything else. And it completely changes the, the way that the game plays. There is no building. This is one of the biggest barriers in Fortnite to a lot of players. Yeah, if, you're an, if, mm. if you're a new player in Fortnite, now I've got okay at it, but I'm not great at it. If you're a newish player in Fortnite, there is no rankings. There's no bracketing. There's no way of making sure that you're in a game with other people that are relatively your skill level. Um, and other people say, oh yeah, there is. No, the fucking isn't. The fucking <laughs> isn't. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't lie to me. Right? So you, you will sooner or later, you might get relatively far into the game, but you will end up against people who are just ridiculous at fucking... Like, I, I will get into the top 20 people in a game, and as soon as I meet somebody, I'm there desperately attempting to build a small ramp and a, a wall <laughs> in front of it so I don't get shot, and they've got a fucking six-story mansion by the time I've managed to do that. You've got and a And they're wall? shooting at me from the... Yeah, no, you're yeah, a and, pro. Well, they're to shooting at me from the fucking crenellations while sipping Mai Tais from their fucking deck chair. So <laughs> I, I cannot build in the way that these people can. And it, it's a bit—it's a barrier, and it's frustrating because you need to spend time, you need to practice, and it's, it's very Twitch sensitive. And I know people have got macros and auto build things, and I—I I don't like any of that. It's all bollocks. Anyway, there's none of that in this. There isn't—it is. Uh, there's no building destruction. There is no building. It's all um, kind of skill-based. You drop in, you pick up weapons, you pick up skills, you use your abilities and your weapons to take out other people. Major point. There, there is a major difference here between both um, Fortnite and PlayerUnknown Battleground, in which in Fortnite and PUBG, if you're in a team game and you die, you get shot and all of your health goes, you... Um, you need to get a you, book out. You, well, you need to wait, because <laughs> one of your teammates needs to wake you up. If you're playing solo, that's it, you're dead. As soon as you get dropped, you're dead. You've got no hope, that's it. If you are in a team game, you've got to wait for what you've got to hide. You've got to crawl around and hide, wait for a teammate to come get you up and that's a massive disadvantage because that's taken both you and another person out of the game for a period of time in this in realm royale you if you lose all of your health and armor you turn into a chicken <laughs> and this is just as amazing as it My sounds favorite thing in the it game it is so good and you, you're just this like fucking big fat blue or red chicken <laughs> with a black eye holding a white flag that it's waving around as you're running and you just have to run, and you have to try and survive. The best Your thing about the cannot get you up is that 
it plays like a little chicken ditty as you're running around. So you you give yeah. your position away because you're making chicken noises. Yeah, as noises you're moving, and... you're making chicken noises. Oh, if you stop and stop stop moving, it it stops making as much noise. Um, thirty seconds. Your teammates can't get you up. They can protect you, but they can't get you up. After thirty seconds, poof, you unchicken and you can join back into the game again. It is such a brilliant mechanism. It makes a massive difference to the way that the game plays. Add on top of that the fact that you're picking up armor. And we're not just talking shield potions like you get in Fortnite. You actually pick up different pieces of armor that come in different qualities. So you get normal, rare, epic, and elite, uh, or legendary armors. And the legendary armors you can only craft or forge, which are in certain places in the game. It is excellent. It sounds really complex when you first um, look at it, but it really isn't. You can disenchant gear that you don't want, so you're not leaving loot all over the place for the person that turns up after you to pick up. You can disenchant it, it turns into these crystals which go into your inventory. You find a forge, if you've got enough of these crystals, you can craft something. If you do that, it takes a certain amount of time. If it's a piece of armor, it takes like 60 seconds to craft that item. And the forge lights up like the 4th of fucking July. Which is the so other game mechanic yeah, that and so funnels it everybody together. Everybody. It funnels everybody into one place and causes big fights. It is so entertaining. I come out of Fortnite games and PUBG, but PUBG plays differently for me. But I come out of Fortnite games a lot of the time, even if I've done relatively well, feeling dissatisfied and frustrated mm. and it's so easy for at the end of a fortnight game you could have been doing pretty well you've done an awful lot of looting you've done really really well all the way through the game you come up against one of the top players who is probably going to win and they will end you <laughs> they will they will fucking erase you like you weren't even there in the first place in two seconds flat and you'll you'll feel like, why have i just wasted the last 20 minutes of my life what was the point yeah. i might as well have not been there he just ran through me it's not quite like that in this i mean it does happen but it's much more of a fight. People are much better geared. You get to pick and choose how you're entering and engaging in combat because you can't build over people. The high ground matters. Mm. So your positioning and, and your shooting out windows or in windows or from a boulder behind a, a, you know the top of a hill or stuff like that, it all makes a difference. And you can't change that by arbitrarily just building a structure. You've got to move your position. You've got to use your abilities in the right way to get the advantage on your opponent. I come out of this game feeling so much more satisfied than I ever did with Fortnite. And I still enjoy Fortnite. I think it's a good game, but this just feels so much better to me. It is in alpha at the moment. It's completely free for, for, to download on PC. There will be a battle pass, um, which they're going to charge, presumably in a very similar way that Fortnite does at the moment, because let's face it, they're just copying them. <laughs> um, but at the minute it's completely free, it's in alpha, there are a couple of bugs, they are constantly changing things, but it's so playable right now and it's really, really enjoyable. It was like ranked fourth on the whole of Steam last week, I Jesus. think. Yeah, that's something that they were that they were touting a lot, obviously it's free, so... I don't think, take think they expected this to blow up so quick as well. Because no, no, it, this and this caused them a big problem actually, because we started playing... Um, because we saw some articles and, and there were some very sensationalist articles saying, oh, this is the game to... Fortnite killer. Fortnite. Yeah, this is the Fortnite killer. And of course, you get this bollocks all the fucking time. Whenever there's a big game that comes out, this is the FIFA killer. This is yeah. the Call of Duty killer. Mm. And, and it's all load of nonsense. Anyway, we saw a couple of these articles. We thought, do you know what? I like Battle Royale games. This is free. We'd be daft not to give it a go. And I think an awful lot of people thought that as well because their servers crashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their servers crashed hard uh, and they put out an announcement saying look we really weren't expecting this amount of influx to happen and it's just caught fire and it is really entertaining really good fun loads of people that i know are playing it we've always got people available to play 
there you go. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah, played with on the fifth. Your first live stream of it was on the seventh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we played with listeners now as well. Yeah. We had Sarah Colleton playing with us the other day, which is great fun. She's both very good at the game and incredibly abusive to me. Yeah. So <laughs> thank she's you. She's the truth. She's she <laughs> through you. Yeah. Oh, I can't be dealing with that kind of truth. It's too much for me. <laughs> Look. It's great fun. The, um, if you're if you're interested in this kind of genre, definitely give it a download. It is definitely worth it. My doesn't have, uh, doesn't have control of sport though for any noobs like me. So I'm sure it's coming. No, which is really weird actually because it's got controller buttons in the key yeah, mapping like the in the keybinds, but it doesn't seem to work. No, I've tried every way around it. Uh, Sorry, you were going to say something, Lee? Yeah, the, yeah. What I really liked the other night was uh, the feeling that you can do really well at this game, no matter how good or how new you are. So we started up a team of four. And you can find the video of this on our YouTube channel. And uh, we uh, we decided to do a knives only round, uh, like you, like <laughs> this is this was off the back of Lewis <laughs> yeah. running brazenly into a building, completely ungeared, with only the knife and a pair of underpants on, <laughs> and um, run into a building. And th- there were these people in there that were armed like fucking Rambo. The thought, oh, nobody would be so stupid to run at us with a knife, so he must be on our team. He was not on their team. <laughs> um, and then proceeded to shiv the shit out of them all. Chickened like three people before he emerged victorious from the building with fucking poultry spilling out so all over the place. So inspired by this, we thought we'd all give it a go. And and we, hood, we hid for a good 20 minutes in the corner of a room waiting for somebody to walk in, and it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I can ju- only imagine the look on this guy or girl's face. As they saw four people with swords and knives huddled in the corner of a room suddenly stand up and charge at them. The guy turned round like his ass was on fire and legged it. We died soon after, but it was... Oh, yeah, we died. Oh, God, we died. Um, yeah, no, that's a great video. And it shows it, Actually, that video um, on YouTube, which go and look, we'll try and link it in the show notes for the show, um, it's a good showcase of the... Of the the, the, the way that the gameplay works but also the silliness that you get oh you get a horse I didn't even mention a horse oh, yeah. um, you, you get a horse that you can you can mount up onto this horse and move so you can move quicker through the map you can't fire off the back of it while you're on it but da, 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 da. it just adds different gameplay elements while they've tried to piggyback on the success of the genre they've not tried to clone the game and it, it plays as a completely different game to both Fortnite and PUBG so definitely worth it give it a go there you go there you go. I, I highly approve of this. Right. We are moving on. We need to move on to something else. We need to move on to a game that Lee has played. I've played... Um, I've played Budget Cuts. Budget Cuts? Budget you Cuts. You streamed this as well, didn't you? I've, yeah, I've, um, I've streamed the first three hours. I've done three one-hour segments of this. So I'm going to stream the whole thing. Um, uh, as a side note, I'm streaming with me, actual me, superimposed on the stream. Little so you can, me. Little me, mini me is in the corner of the stream. You can actually see me struggling to get off of my knees. Finally found a use for a connect. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the only valid use for a connect. <laughs> it's finally become use. I actually went and bought a connect just to do this with. Yeah, and how much did that cost you? For, a bre- for, for an Xbox... One Connect, not yeah. the original version, but the new version of the Connect. How much did that cost? Twenty you? English pounds. I mean, you could have mine. And for that's free, how really. much people. <laughs> yeah, that's how much people want them. That I was think, shipping. Th- that was all. <laughs> that was all shipping. I thought you. I actually probably spent more on petrol getting there. Um, <laughs> that's I true, thought you actually. used yours for your with your Xbox for us. Uh, no, it's it's, un- it's been disconnected. Ah, oh, right. I shall send you uh, links on how to solder a power supply to it to make okay. it something useful. Um, yeah. So. Uh, 
budget cuts um, first appeared on the Vive uh, in demo form um, two years ago. In fact, probably a little bit more than two years ago. And it was just a short demonstration of this really clever um, answer to the how you get around in VR because it was much more of a problem back then than it is now. Um, so they wanted to use a teleport mechanic, but they didn't just want the throw a point there and I will just blink to it mechanic. Yeah. They uh, they kind of worked in a bit of portal uh, into this game, and everybody that sees it, Lewis watched me on the stream today, and uh, he instantly said, "This this looks like portal." Um, so you in the demo you you shoot with this portal gun if you like to a point where you want to go to and then um, a bubble appears in your hand of the portal at the, uh, in, the fr with the viewpoint of the source yeah. so if you shoot it around a corner you can you can look at it with your portal around the corner and then if you want to you can teleport to it uh, so the, the whole game is um, it uh, uses this mechanic to build its puzzles around this and um, uh, you can for instance you can get through small spaces you can go through vents and through bars um, with the portal mechanic um, so anyway the uh, the demo was really well received everybody um, raved about it they uh, off of the back of this neat corporation who made it uh, started making waves and they they started developing the game and then two years ago Valve took them in-house. Uh, they didn't buy them. They are not a Valve developer. They took them... The, and, and apparently this is something that happens quite often at Valve. They will take in a developer that has a promising concept that will benefit Steam or something to do with Valve. Yeah. And they like share assets with them or something. yeah they they, they help them out they uh, they give them somewhere to work they you know i mean i think i think neat actually are um european they they actually moved their um their business all the way over there um to the americas and um started working on the game there and to to say that uh this caused quite a stir in vive circles and vr circles is an understatement because everybody started thinking oh this is going to be the next Valve game. This is going to be Portal for um, for the yeah. VR. It's it's really it's not. Um, let's get that out of the way. Um, it's it's not a Valve game. Uh, it's still an indie game, and the expectations that uh, came along with it probably have might have damaged it a little bit because there, I've seen some negative reviews um, where people are just expected too much of it and. There, there are problems with the game. There's, um, they had to delay it for a couple of months um, this year because the performance was not what it needed to be. Um, lower end hardware and, and even some high, higher end hardware was really struggling to make it into a, a decent experience. But they took a couple of months. They, uh, they prodded at the code for a little while and then they finally released it. And uh, I bought it straight away. Um, it's twenty pound on Steam currently. Yeah, which is a little bit over the. Yeah, I think twenty pound for a VR indie game is actually is is about right. You you're going to pay a premium for VR games anyway because you've yeah. got a small market. They've got you know probably higher costs to get the thing out there in the first place, and they're not going to get as much money back. So they're always going to be a little bit of a, a premium to pay. Um, and I think and, and I tweeted them and and said that I admired them. For, 
for actually pitching it at £20 because they could have easily, with this much hype attached to the game, they could have easily have said, you know, 30 or £35. Yeah. And they still would have sold well. Um, so anyway, I've, I've been playing this. It's, it's pretty damn good. I, I'm, I'm having a good time. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There are some problems. I don't think... I'm not sure whether it's, this is game design problems. Um, right. The game the game starts off in a, in a quite tight area where you don't have too many branches too many different ways to go um, it's not too complicated you can follow a, almost a linear path um, you're you have a, a narrative that you follow somebody uh, pages you a number you have to find a phone to to get the next clues the next set right. of clues to to follow uh, and as the game starts everything is fine but the, when you get a little way into the game it opens up and um, the big office building where the game is set uh, is big. Um, it, it's it's sprawling, and it's so easy just to get lost in it. Um, and because you're not just um, you're not just walking around uh, on the floor. You can go through vents, and you can go up into the ceiling spaces and crawl around up there. And every time that you um, you fire your teleport, which is the only way to move around, which I'm a little bit sad about. I quite like normal smooth locomotion with this. Mm. Um, every time you fire your teleport gun, it's really easy to get turned around. So keeping your bearings and find and, and realizing where you are in in the level is actually quite difficult, um, and it can be a little bit confusing. And I can see how that could put a few people off. Um, but it, in a charming way. It doesn't hold your hand. Uh, it lets you figure out stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't point you to the next thing. You've got no highlighted uh, waypoint to follow. You you literally have to go and search through. Out, yeah. yeah, that you go searching through offices, through drawers, looking for the next clue. Yeah. Um, and so this is. Have you have you actually touched on what the actual core gameplay of this is, other than teleporting around? In in what terms? What do you mean? What's the well, what's so this your objective? Is, so from what right. I gather, this is basically a VR sneaker up, isn't it? Yeah. This is a, a stealth creep around. You can engage in combat, which from what I've seen and what I played in the demo takes to form of chucking knives, uh, mostly and throwing knives, yeah. yeah, throwing knives and stuff like that at other robots. Yeah. That are in the area, and you hit them, and a little bit of oil comes out, and they get knocked down, and you've got to be careful of cameras or other robots that see you kill the other yeah. robot and stuff like that there's there's um, um, drones so that fly not... around there's there's bad robots the guard robots will, which will instant I think I'm pretty sure that your 
uh, human in this. It, it references oh, are you, you as a human in this. Um, and it, and some of the the humour is uh, pointing at that fact as well. So I'm fairly sure. But it's, do you know, the story is quite loose. It it uh, is basically you've got to get out of this building. You've been um, the start of it is fantastic because it it references uh, the Matrix straight away, as in. Uh, you need to follow my instructions right now. You need to get down now and go. Move, move. Oh, and it, you're in an, a, a cubicle-type office exactly the same as that scene from The Matrix. Um, and, uh, yeah, but the uh, the story from there, it, it kind of, you know, although there's this voice on the end of the phone, it doesn't really have a clear narrative going, but I'm okay with that because what it's giving me so far is interesting enough. The puzzles it's given me so far are interesting enough to keep me moving forwards. Cool. So there's something that this game has done for me, which is something that I didn't really think I wanted. And I don't like stealth games. Let me get that mm-hmm. out there. I am not a stealth gamer. Yeah. People may have noticed. It's obvious. And we are <laughs> when aware streaming of this, don't or worry. playing with other people, I am not the most tactful, technical, <laughs> or stealthy person no, that you might want on your team. No. We played Splinter Cell Blacklist, and the only reason we got away with that is because that is not exactly the stealthiest game in the whole world. Um, but also, mo- mainly, it doesn't cry if you kill people to death. Yeah. So, it's not one of those games where you are forced to creep around corners or hide under boxes, and the entire level or game ends if somebody just sees you mm. slightly. Nothing Although there are a couple of levels annoying. that are like that. I don't like any of that. It, mm. It's not my cup of tea. I played the Budget Cuts demo. I enjoyed it. Um, however, it's made me want a Die Hard game in VR. <laughs> I, did not, cool. I did not expect you which, to go there. Which is, all the places. That I didn't, which is something that I didn't think that I wanted. But I've always thought the first Die Hard, which is... You know, Die Hard 2 had a slightly similar theme to it as well, but the others didn't. Um, but Die Hard, the idea of being one guy stuck in a in a tower block uh, with a load of bad guys and some hostages and stuff like that, and you're completely unarmed and you don't have any shoes and it's Christmas and you've got jet lag, and I just I like the idea of that. And VR seems like the perfect medium okay, this, to take. Th- it's this not in. Christmas. You haven't got jet lag. There are bad guys. <laughs> you're on your own in a building, and you've got yeah. Get out. Well, this is it. This, this is it. This it makes me feel like I you. want that more. You know. So oh, I'm kind of in. I'm kind of in. I think you'll like this. Um, I'm going to give it a go, mostly because I get to play it on your library yeah. without having to be charged. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I will certainly give that a go. Um, I like the demo. I enjoyed the demo. Just like you've said, it doesn't look like there's a huge amount. And I think, do you think that the fact that at the beginning it's fairly straightforward and easy going, and you get to kind of play in a linear way, and then suddenly it opens up, is indicative of their timeline as a business? Uh, would you think, you think that, that, well, that, that you're, are you the beginning of the game was the, made while they were an indie publisher, and then after that, it opened up because they had all the resources available to them at Steam? That's a possibility, but uh, it could also be said that um, the beginning of the game is almost like tutorial. It's just a tutorial, yeah, yeah. and then you get to open up after that. What was really neat okay. at the beginning is that um, they actually referenced their demo, so you go through uh, at the very beginning. It's kind of got like a, a flash-forward scene. Um, I won't be spoiling anything to say this, but um, at, at the beginning of that, it references the. Um, actually, I'm not going to say any more than that. But it references <laughs> the, the demo because it will spoil something. Um, and in a really neat way, that made me go, oh, that's clever. <laughs> that's your, oh, that's clever voice. Okay. Yeah. Right, look, are we happy with budget cuts? 
I'm happy, yeah, I, I really like it. I think it's well worth it. I'm going to play this, and I'm potentially going to give a counteracting opinion here, <laughs> because, I, like I say, I am not a stealth gamer, and I do not have the patience that Lee enjoys while doing these I, kinds of I things. Have if I have a little... If I am bristling with a, a brace of knives... Yeah, I will be. I will be going in flinging. I, I've, so, I've more patience than than Rich, but not a lot more. <laughs> no, not a lot more stealth either. No, and I'm glad that it only really tracks. I've your got arms some blunder. Yeah, I'm glad that the Vive and the and this generation of VR only really tracks your arms and your head, yeah. because you, I don't have the bulk problems that I would have if it tracked my <laughs> entire body. You know, stealth is not an element. You like I go to hide under a desk and the game be like, nah, mate, you won't fit under there. <laughs> but you know what? This is um, this is the first game that is that I think is properly room scale uh, because there what? are the, the, everything else. You kind of you know you're you're in the room. You can move around, which makes it a little bit easier for you to see things or to shoot around a corner. This one, you are down on your hands and knees, hiding under desks when as as bad robots walk past you and poking your head up to, and. When a robot sees you, you get this boop, 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 boop noise as it um, detects <laughs> you. Go. Exactly how I said. <laughs> um, and uh, you get a few seconds as it, it when it sees you just to duck back down again. And it's such a tense thing to do. It's it's very very good in that regard. So the the stealth thing is done done right. Right, I'm going to play this. I promise. It's not one of those lie promises that I'm not actually going to play, <laughs> I, but I will I play will it. Hold will, to I this. will report back. Yeah. After we've finished playing Far Cry 5, which... <laughs> after we've after we finished playing Far Cry 5. But not with Ross, because it's not cross-platform. I'm, I'm 30% done. <laughs> Motherfuckers. 30% done. Shit. Okay, right, look. We're going to talk about something else. Um, Ross has got another pretty big game. What is the AAA shit coming out of you for this week? Right. Did you win lottery? Because I want some of that, if you did. Yeah, is he... Where where do you get all this money money from? Okay, look, show us what your hard-earned dollar has been buying you. Well, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. This was free actually on uh, Games for Gold. Oh, oh there's no hard-earned dollar. Last all right, poor, poor game. No dollar. <laughs> this so is... this is. Hang on, I think I said this to somebody else when they started playing it, or possibly it was even you. Is this the one where the, with the mostly naked snake in it? Uh, to begin with, yeah. He's... Does she get more clothes? Does she earn clothes? Are they like unlocks? Yeah, I've only just found her, and she's mostly naked. Yeah, um, I didn't understand it. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a quite a disturbing um, reimagining of uh, what actual snake looks like in that outfit, and it's quite disturbing. Oh my god! Yeah, don't need that. No, I think I retweeted that, so just ignore that if you ever see it. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is to Google. <laughs> this is the least stealthy of all Metal Gear games I've ever played. You, it's basically it's, it's a big open world. It's a big open playground, and you can just go about and do what you want. There's obviously missions to complete in each little area. Um, it's all about building up Mother Base to then go back and beat the big boss at the end of the game with your own... You, you build up your own army, basically. Um, the, right, the, the, this is sounded like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood all of a sudden. A little bit. It's it's the open-worldness that takes it away from being a Metal Gear game. Like My favourite Metal Gear is Metal Gear 1 um, on PlayStation where you're on the ship. That is Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's all confined to one area. There's Be no careful, that wasn't Metal Gear 1. No, sorry, yeah, the, the actual <laughs> PlayStation 1 one, that one. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. That, the, one with, uh, the one with Psycho Mantis. And yeah, it's one of my favourite video game moments. All the great bad so guys. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, this is more akin to, like I said, Assassin's Creed, it's got the big open world, you can do kind of what you want within it. Um, you, you, you select a mission, you get dropped off on your horse, and from there, you can approach that mission any way you want. You can go in all guns I'm sorry, say, say, say that again. You get dropped off on your what? <laughs> You've got a horse again in this game. You've got a battle horse. Again? A parachuting uh, horse. Uh, no, well, I'll get to the parachute. Why have you got a battle horse? You like He-Man. What? <laughs> 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 what happened? You've got a battle you horse. You say again, because I, I haven't followed the Metal Gear Solid games, or the Metal Gear games, sorry, really at all. I, lo I did enjoy Metal Gear Solid, and I think I tried to play the one that they brought out following that and didn't enjoy it at all, so I've not got into any of them. Right. Have you been playing all of them? Yes, I've played them all from Metal Gear in 95. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, so yeah, 2018's... Um, I've not played Revengeance yet, that's the newest one, but yeah, this came out in 2015. Um, it's, it is it is very good. It's the least Metal Gear of all the Metal Gear games I've played. If you've only played the early ones, then it's not like that at all. But you, you, that it's, could be a good thing though. It's like... What, it, well, what's that Splinter Cell game? Um... Blacklist. Blacklist and the other one that came out around that time as well. Those two, where you're in kind of an open world with, with a, a story to kind of push along. You can approach right, yeah. missions in a certain way. You can go in stealth if you want, or you can go in all guns blazing. Yeah, that was very much what Blacklist was like. And people, hardcore fans of the genre, did not like it at all because you couldn't, you know, you could get away with just blazing yeah. in. But I enjoyed it. That was that's my kind of stealth game. Mm -hmm. So you will you will enjoy this if you play it because you can do it that way. Obviously, more guards turn up if someone alerts you and they set off an alarm, then more are coming. But you can just kill them as well. <laughs> it's see one of the biggest problems I had with the Metal Gear games early on was it was very kind of um, Japanese anime storyline with a lot of a lot of talky talky, mm -hmm. a lot of gaspy gaspy. A lot of oh, I can't believe that he's the one. Yeah. Where actually, about four hours ago, we all very much believed that he was the one, <laughs> and uh, like uh, that wasn't quite cool enough. So we're just going to up the ante with a guy with a sword that turns up out of nowhere, <laughs> and well, he can cloak because that's even cooler. Um, and more and more and more, they just kept upping it and upping it and upping it, and it was it became really Dragon Ball Z. I mean, really, still in this. do you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah, it looks like a Western. It looks like a Western based game. It doesn't, like, if you look at the graphic style and all the rest of it, mm -hmm. it doesn't look like a... Final Fantasy. It doesn't look like Final Fantasy. It doesn't look like Resident Evil. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't It doesn't have that kind of characterization and style about it. Like Japan but it does in the storyline. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, It's um, they've still got these long cutscenes that are unskippable. Um, you can kind of control when you look in them, which is a little bit more interactive, but it's basically you just sit there and watch them. Um, there's no codec thing mm. this time, thankfully. So you have to sit for hours and hours of that. Uh, in terms of review oh, scores, the little, yeah. this is one of the highest rated games on Xbox One, 95 out of 100 on Metacritic. Really? Yeah. Wait, wait, if he dies, or if she dies, does somebody go... <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Oh, good. I'm okay. I'm in, I'm in dun, again. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> that bit is still there. <laughs> so I've not, I've not delved as deep into this as I have uh, Far Cry so far, but it is very good. And it's one that I can't just sit down and play for hours and hours and hours because it's so heavy in terms of got to do this you've got to do that you all there's one kind of big overarching yeah. story mission not a drop in drop out kind of game no there is a fun thing to do though to fill your army up with um, you can fill it with anyone that's in the world that you uh, encounter basically you stun them with your stun gun and then you stick this thing to their back which is like a, a reverse parachute it opens up and it flings them into the air and takes them back to um, mother base and then they're just part of your army then 
Mm. You can do that to animals. Cool, so you're you a slave driver. You can do it to boxes, and you can jump on those boxes, boxes? and it flings you back to your base as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, I'm a bit... And this is okay? Just abducting people? Is, yeah. That's fine, right? It's fine, yeah. You need you kind of need people to help you with certain things, so... And boxes? Uh, like, well, what happens if they accidentally oh. go off? Like, he's presumably he's got a pocket full of parachutes, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if he goes past a microwave or something, and they all well, just. Well, the missus would like that. I'm going to parachute. Do you know what? Well, blow his cock off or something. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If, suddenly, if 400 parachutes suddenly went off in your pocket. <laughs> sounds like the, sounds like that, the beginning yeah. of a chatter blind, doesn't it? It does. Um, <laughs> Or yeah, no, you in your you. pocket, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> One of the early missions, you need someone that can speak Russian, so you can translate these, in, uh, these calls that you're intercepting. So you work your way around the guards and listen to what they're speaking, and you kidnap them, basically. And when they get back to your base, you, uh, they just become part of your team. That's how it Then you can what, why? Russian transmission. Like, I'm sorry, but if somebody fucking sellotaped a parachute to my back and fucked me off into space and yeah. went, right, you work for me now, I'd be like... No, I've got to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I know I didn't have a particularly great gig before. You know, henchman number five is not really what I was looking for when I put my CV out. But, yeah. right, I wasn't great looking prospects. for abductee either. You know, do you, do you give dental? What's, <laughs> what, what's my upward path here? Uh, but yeah, it is, it's very good. I would recommend it. Um, I wouldn't pay more than kind of 10, 15 pounds if you can get it for that price. Then good, obviously free is a better price. Um, Games with gold, yeah? Yeah, it was, it was last month's um, free game. Oh. So this is this is an annoying thing, right? What? When are we going to get that for PC? So I know we can pay into the Game Pass at the minute, yeah. but I want the Games with Gold games as well. Yeah, you should be allowed to, because it's, it's a, on PC as well. Yeah, because yeah, there are... But you don't have to pay for Xbox Live Gold on PC. Ah, uh, okay. So I think it's supposed to be, you know, because obviously the PC gamers never fucking go for that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can you try and tell PC gamers that actually to be able to play online games you're going to have to pay a, subscri- a monthly subscription? Yeah, like fucking get lost. Get <laughs> lost. Too many ways around it. Good grief. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, recommended. So, I like Metal Gear. Go and play it if you like Metal Gear. With the um, ga- Games for Gold part, uh, Games for Gold, yeah. if I wanted to play that game mm-hmm. and it was last month's one, can I still get it? Uh, no. No, unless you've downloaded it. And uh, you yeah, have, no, you have to have downloaded so it jo- or claimed it. So you have to. You don't have to have downloaded it, do you? You have to have claimed it. Basically, you have to have paid for that month. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And claimed the game within that month. Yeah. If it's the same as a PlayStation Plus thing. You yes. have to have actually kind of gone into the menu and claimed that game during that month. Yeah. And what they're doing is, and if you ever cancel your subscription, you lose access to it. Yeah. It says you require the disc to play this game. But yeah, you get two Xbox One games a month and two 360 games a month. For your for your cost of your gold, which is quite good, I think. Yeah, absolutely. If considering you you're going to be paying for gold anyway, yeah. because yeah. let's face it, you're going to want to play online. You you're going to need gold to do that. I'm a different user of that. Um, I kind of use uh, the games for gold just for the games. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I I don't play online Xbox games. Uh, the only thing I have done is played uh, a couple of weeks of Rocket League. Yeah. But everything else, yeah. You did a bit of Forza, didn't you? And oh yeah, a little bit of Forza, but that's only because I was too lazy to walk out into my garage to play it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, you know, if I'm faced with paying a five pounds or walking to the garage, I'm probably going to walk to the garage. It's not clear cut. (laughs) No, (laughs) it's a bit hit and miss. Depends how much you need to pee. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Depends what time of the day it is. You know, if it's raining, it could be raining as well. (laughs) <laughs> There's a lot of factors yeah. to this, really, isn't there? <laughs> All right, look, I'm sorry, but you haven't swayed me to this game, and that's only because I I went I just 
I loved. I did love Metal Gear Solid on the original PlayStation. Yeah. I got. I got on with it really well. There wasn't really anything like it at the time. No. And it, it, even though it was relatively serious, it had a great big load of tongue in cheek going with it as well. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take itself. In certain places, it didn't take itself too seriously. The story was great. The characters were fantastic. Not only did it have a great bad guy, it had loads of great bad yes. guys. Um, and the, the the fights and the boss fights and all the rest of it were all really good. Did get frustrated with the stealth element, but then you get less frustrated with the stupidity of the fact that he's crawling around in a cardboard box, mm-hmm. and it just kind of takes the edge off it a little bit. Good, and it was enjoyable. And like I say, I tried to play the other ones after that. Didn't go on with them at all. I felt like they were taking themselves too seriously, and they didn't have that kind of charm that the that the first game in the series had because this one's a went prequel. off it never went back to it um, one of the things you early R&D is the cardboard box you R&D the cardboard box yeah as a, as a, yeah, a stealth well, it's element how it's just a box without <laughs> the bottom in it <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah. it's not it doesn't take a rocket genius <laughs> oh my god right look that's it. We're gonna we're gonna take a quick break for a moment. We're gonna come back in a minute, and I think we're gonna have something special. Look, do we want to talk about any more games, or are we quite happy with the assortment that we've spoken about this week? I think that's quite good. Yeah, I think we've covered our games this week. We're gonna, like I said before, we're gonna talk a little bit more about E3 and the ins and outs and the ups and downs. This is a filler. Next podcast. This is this is a filler. It's cast. A taster of what's to yeah, come. Yeah, this is just a, a wee lick of what we can give you a little <laughs> bit later on. Uh, we're gonna be putting out another podcast hopefully in a few days' time. It's gonna have a little bit more E3 content. But look, we're going to take a very quick break right now, and then we're going to be back with an experimental game? Is this an early access title? You all love these games. Is this an alpha or oh, still? Or, or still or? very much in alpha. Oh, okay. <laughs> very much in alpha. Oh, my then. God. If I suck it, then I can play really husky the then as well, so I'm really worried. <laughs> <laughs> right, look, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with a potentially scary game. See you in a moment. A potentially cuttable game. Right, we're back. We have a brand new, untested, untried, and potentially extremely shonky game yeah. to be delivered to us by Ross's face. Oh boy. Uh, I've, none of us, we're not prepared for this at all. We don't know what's going on. So, Ross, go on, take this away. Tell us what we've got to, got to do. Okay, first, I want between you and Lee to decide who wants to go first. Rich. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. There isn't, uh, I mean, on, there's then. no winner or losing this, really, apart from everyone else. I'll no go first, then. Apart from... Apart from people who are listening, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, right. oh, yeah, Ross, Lee wants to go first. No, 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 no. There has to be a winner, and there definitely will be a Lee as a loser. I will happily. <laughs> I will I've, happily. I've not come anything but last in, in every first. game I've taken place in. <laughs> no. This is, I will um, thrust in first and see what's on me when I come out. This is video game 20 questions. Oh. Oh, my God, okay. I want you to think of a character from a video okay. game. Okay. And I, using the power of my mind and some questions, will um, guess who it is. Oh, you won't guess mine. Oh, okay. I'm going to put a little asterisk out there. It may be more than 20 questions. <laughs> you, you, so hang on. I've got so one instantly. We ask you, we, you ask me 20. Oh, I see. You ask us 20 questions. Yeah. And we answer them, and then you have to. Okay. I'm going to guess who it is in around. 20 questions. You can, and you can use the internet? <laughs> I can use the internet, yeah. You can okay. if you want to think of a character. No, no, I'll no, I've got, I've got one straight away. I've got I've got a character straight away, okay. but I don't. The problem is that you're going to ask me questions and I might not actually know the answers about this character, so I might have to think of a different one. Hang on. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> don't know. I don't know <laughs> is gonna... a possible answer I can put into this site that I found to uh, progress the game further. Oh, my God. Okay, L- look. 
I, I'll try with the character that I just thought of because it was the first thing I thought of okay. for some stupid reason. <laughs> and uh, and you asked me, you asked, I, oh, I've just thought of a different one actually. <laughs> no, I've I've thought of a different I've thought of a different one. Okay, you go, okay. go, give me, give me the question. Question number one: Is 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 your character a girl? No. Okay. Number two: Is your character real, as in a person that's in a video game, like a sports person? No. Okay. I'm counting the questions. Does your character have dark hair? No. Does your character wear clothes? Yes. <laughs> Is your character What games do you think I'm playing? <laughs> Is your character originally from a video game? Yes. I believe so. Do you control your character? That's a weird question. Yes. Does your character use guns? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. No. Does your character appear in the Elder Scrolls series? No. <laughs> Does your character fight with a sword? Yes. Okay, that's question number nine. Uh, question number ten: Is your character a, the protagonist or a protagonist? Yes. Does your character ride horses? Yes. Is your character from the Zelda series? Yes. You're thinking of Link. I am! <laughs> wow. There you go. That's impressive. I, I don't know how much. I like that. That was 12 or 13, I think, so not bad. That was 13. So you're. No, let me make this clear here. You're not actually. You're feeding these answers into a website, right? Which is yeah. telling you. Yeah, <laughs> you cheat! <laughs> I'm not I sure think, that's I cheating. think how we the... can decide a winner is who thinks the, of a character yeah. that takes more guesses to get. Okay, because I want another go now. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 I want another go. Okay, you go, you go. Later. So say that was 13. Yeah, 13. that was 13, yeah. All right. You ready, Lee? Yep. Okay. Is your character female? No. Uh, well, do you know, this is difficult because it's androgynous. <laughs> right, well, I need to start again. It hasn't got genitals. <laughs> right, okay, let me start again. Is your character a female? Don't know, or probably, or probably not. Don't know. Don't know, right. Does your character wear clothes? No. Right. Is your character a Pokemon? No. Does your character stand on two legs? Yes. Is your character linked with Nintendo? Um, no. Would it have been any sort of Nintendo game at any point? Uh, yes, it was out on SNES. Okay. Is your character green? No. Ooh. See where we're going there. Is your character from the band Queen? It's an odd mm. question. What? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> is your character like pink? Yes. Uh, and uh, is it male or female? Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Was it in the band Queen? <laughs> uh, is, question number eight is: Is your character pink? No. Does your character have red skin? No. This is number 10. Does your character have an inhuman scream? Hmm. Basically, are you thinking no. of L? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't have an inhuman scream no. that I can remember anyway. Is your character brown? Nope. This is number 12. Does your character appear in the Mario games? No. Does your character have wings? No. Are you thinking of a character? Is your character blue? No. No. <laughs> Does your character have a tail? Was this... No. 
Does this character exist? Yeah. No. <laughs> this is number 16. Is your character a bad guy? No. Is your character black? Yes. Right. Is your character in Super Smash Brothers? No. Is your character associated with plants? No. You might actually beat this game. Does your character wear black and red? Uh, yes. Is it an animal? Oh, um. What is he? No. No? Does your character use guns? No. Is your character from a horror game? No. Is your character from a video game? Yes. <laughs> Does your character have multiple dogs? Oh! Odd questions. What? I think it. Well, the computer's telling me he thinks it's Commander Video. No. No, I'm wrong. Wow. So, do you want to carry on? Or do you want to tell us who it is? Because they'll carry on. Uh, I, I don't think you'll get it. I, I bet it's not even in there. Well, it this might is, be because it's it's quite obscure. Right, this is character 26. Question number 26. Is your character linked with the princesses? No. Does your character have hair? No. Is your character made out of metal? No. <laughs> Just your ask me if it's obscure, because it is really obscure. Is it from Skylanders? No. Is it in a 3D no, game? It's being a knob. No, it's 2D. This is one of the paddles from Pong. Is, it? <laughs> is your character from an indie game? No. Is your character related in any way to Pokemon? No. He's oh, ruined this game. Does your character eat? <laughs> um. No, I don't think he does. Does your character wear shoes? Uh, yep. Is your character a member of the Marvel Universe? No. Does your character play in England in FIFA 10? No, for crying out loud. If Can this I just is tell dizzy, you? then you're a knob. No, I think it would have got that. Does your character have two arms? Yes. Is your character associated with snow? No. Oh, actually, uh... I can't go so back, Lee. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Does your character wear a black suit? Yes. Is your character Italian? No. Is your character popular in the nineties? Uh, yes. Is your character a ninja? Yes. Zool. Yes. Forty-two. What? <laughs> That's gonna stand for all time. <laughs> what? That's my favourite platform game of all time. What? It took 42 questions to get to that. Do you want to have another go, Rich? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. But mine will not be anywhere near as obscure as that. <laughs> you found the game properly. And I've got, I've got two that I want to do, but both of them, them will be got. Look, okay. I'm going to have a break here because you may cut the next thing that we do out okay. and then we can go straight to the outro. Okay. Right. I'm going to do the first one that I've been thinking of and we'll see how it goes. And then if not... We'll, I'll try the other one. Okay, go. Okay. Does your character have a moustache? Yes. Ooh. Is your character a genie? Fuck. No. Okay. Is your character linked with the colour red? Uh, no. <clears throat> Does your character use guns? Uh, yes, no. You can have don't know if you want, or probably. Probably. Okay. Is your character originally from a video game? Yes. Is your character bad? Yes. Is your character a scientist? No. 
Is your character currently more than 50 years old? Odd, odd question. <laughs> I would say yes, probably. Okay, let's go for probably. Has your character ever been elected a mayor? I don't or think mayor, so. I'm supposed to say it. Does light come from your character? Uh, sometimes. Okay, I'm going to go with probably. Okay. Does your character wear gloves? Yes. Is your character a theorist? No. Okay. Is your character a witch? No. Does your character have spiky hair? No. Is your character under the age of 10? No. Because you've already answered it's over 50. <laughs> yeah. Does your character have skin? Uh, yes. Is your character associated with Hello Games? No. Who are they? I don't know who they are. Is your character from a spin-off series? No. Does your character often wear a hat? Yes. Is your character linked with Nintendo? No. Because it's thinking hat, moustache, got to be Nintendo. <laughs> Does your character really exist? Uh, in real life? That's all no. the question to ask me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm assuming so. Would, what? Do they exist in real life? I assume that would be the, the, yeah, the meaning of that. Yeah. What, is if they're a real life actual person that's been turned into a computer game? Yeah. No. no. Okay. Do you control your character? No. Is your character a human? Yes. Okay. No. Is your character no. a military yes. man? Uh, no. Mm, no. Okay. Does your character live in America? Or would they live in America? I would say yes. Okay. You're on 25. The computer thinks of Papa Khan from Fallout New Vegas. No. No, I don't think it would be that. Just continue. See, this is way less obscure than, than Lee's, which means that if I get more than him, I win. <laughs> what? Is your character from the yeah, Fallout yeah, yeah. series? No. Does your character have a cell phone? No. Is your character from Red Dead Redemption? No. Is your character associated with zombies? Yes. This is 29. Is your character usually living with his children? No. Is your character a creepy pasta? No. <laughs> is your character associated with the ocean? Yes. Uh, is a creepy pasta like a bad piece of tortellini? I don't no. know. I'm going to have to Google that right now because I'm intrigued. <laughs> creepy pasta. Or creepy pasta is a Reddit thing, I think, isn't it? There's a horror-related where legend. it's like. Yeah. Copy paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Right. Okay. Carry on. Is your character linked to Call of Duty? No. I think you're gonna get. I think it's gonna get this. But is your character a sailor or a pirate? Yes. Has your character ever been in a movie? No, I don't think so. Is your character linked with voodoo? Yes. Oh, I know. Zombie pirate Lechuk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I could have got. I that mean, no that. bollocks. <laughs> So do I definitely win then? You you do. Right, look, that was that was Ross's slightly pilfered and extremely off the cuff and not very well rehearsed game <laughs> um, that we may never play again because list. I didn't win. 
I um, and I came really close actually, considering that he picked one of the paddles from Pong, and I think that that was slightly unfair. If you cut this, I will never be on this podcast. No, I'm not going to say that. If you cut, oh, cause no, it- if you cut this, I'm never going to forgive you because it's the only thing I've ever won on this podcast. <laughs> you won the right to be a fucking host. Don't you start grousing about that's it now? Surprise! Right. <laughs> we'll no, it was like a punishment. That's your punishment. <laughs> it's only because you were like the only listener we had, and we're like, oh, you might as well come and listen, yeah. come up and uh, come and host. Right. That was it. That was Ross's game. We've spoken about loads of stuff tonight. We've played a shonky wonky game, and we're going to call it a night because my back is absolutely fucking killing me. And as per normal, I've done the entire podcast stood up, which I think in this instance has probably helped, but at this point, I'm going to have to fall asleep a lot. So, this has been Ready Player 2, episode 77. Am I right? Yes, you are. Good. This has definitely been Ready Player 2, episode 77. I have been Rich. You can find me on Twitter at Zebwen, that's Z E B W E N. You can find my writey stuff because I wrote a book and then didn't follow it up with anything. But it's still a really good book. And at some point before you or I die, there might be a sequel. (laughs) And you can find that at richard-horsley.com. The book is called Static Push. Go out and buy it, please. Uh, (laughs) I beg you. (laughs) (laughs) Please, oh, for God's sake, somebody buy it. Um, You can find Lee at... ZZLeeZZ on uh, Twitter. And you can find Ross at uh, Rossbot1984 on Twitter or at Man on the Post on Twitter. And if you have any, even a slight interest in football, head over to our Man on the Post podcast. Because trying to corral 16 different hosts to do a daily podcast in the middle of the World Cup is a fucking nightmare. So I appreciate <laughs> some listeners, please. <laughs> you can find all of us at Ready Player 2, that's TWO.co.uk, where we were hosting all of our. Um, all of our podcasts you can find us on acast.com and if you find us on acast that's where our podcasts go up first uh and you can subscribe to us on there you can subscribe to us on youtunes or uh, youtunes itunes or pretty much any other podcast subscription service other than spotify at the moment annoyingly because we're still waiting for them to get back to us um you can find us on twitter at readyp 2 you can find us on facebook slash ready player 2 i think it is uh, you can find us on YouTube at Ready Player 2 TV, on Twitch at Ready P2, I think, yep. and on Mixer at mixer.com slash Ready P2. No, Ready, ready Player 2. Re- ready Player no 2. Numbers. Good grief. All of the links are on our website. You can find us on all of those things. We are constantly streaming. We are streaming on Mixer, YouTube, Facebook, yeah. Twitch. We have got new content coming up on YouTube all the time. We're hitting YouTube quite we, hard, so come and subscribe to us if you want to see what we're yeah, doing all the time. We've got loads of stuff. We're playing with a lot of our um, listeners at the moment as well, which is really nice. Yeah. And we've gotten quite a Get few involved. games in with a few different listeners. Get involved. We have a Discord, um, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna meant, like link to. I don't even know how to link to the Discord here. The, the feedback as well. We need more feedback. We love our feedback. Yes, this is great. We love feedback, even if it's negative yep. or if it's abusive towards Especially me, which a lot of it has been. If it's abusive towards you. <laughs> Uh, if you message any of us on um, Twitter or anywhere else and you want to get in on the Discord that we've got, it is uh, slightly exclusive and we reserve the right to kick people out, potentially Lee, mm-hmm. if he gets too grousy. I won um, the game. You just but we're, we're playing loads of games, loads of games at the moment, some of them free, like we said, with Ram Royale. Come and join us. Um, we can't guarantee that we're going to be able to play with everybody, but you, it's a place where all of the people who listen to the podcast can hang out, talk about things and all the rest of it. Um, you can no longer find us as we mentioned last time you can no longer find us at the Palace of Wisdom I am kind of throwing up some kind of long lasting peace sign for the Palace of Wisdom UK, which is no longer with us but you can find the other the things that the guys from the Palace of Wisdom are doing at the moment 
on Big Red Barrel. Chris Coleman is the host of Big Red Barrel UK, one of the hosts of Big Red Barrel UK. I believe Andrew Tanner is also writing for Big Red Barrel as well. So it's almost been a wholesale shift from the Palace of Wisdom to Big Red Barrel. So if you're interested in the things that they used to do, you can go find them over there and they do great stuff. We're still doing Ring the Bell as well, Andrew. We've found some Buzzsprout. No idea what that is, but that's what we are now. No idea what that is, but link it in the show notes and there you go. Right. That is it. That is us. That has been Ready Player 2, episode 77. I'm hoping that episode 78 is going to be coming along not too distant future, and we'll be talking about more E3 things, and we're going to have videos and all kinds of stuff coming out. Thank you very much for listening. We love you all. Good night. Good night. <laughs> we don't really have time to be doing this, do we? No. You carry on. <laughs> you do it or Rich Talksley. Yeah. I, that's what I'm trying to do, but I'm just doing it really badly. <laughs> I haven't got my card. And I don't know. I'm just, anyway. I'm, One sec. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this. Oh, I, I nearly bought it on Xbox then. <laughs> do it. Come play with me, Lee. Come, <laughs> Come to the dark side. <laughs> If you needed any evidence that this podcast sells games, there you go. Yeah, selling them to each other. It's <laughs> happening right now in front of our eyes. Add promo code. Don't forget to get your. Um... Yeah, I've already done that. Twenty nine ninety nine. Twenty nine ninety nine. Check it out. Bargain. I'm doing it on the browser because, um, yeah, like I said, I'm doing it through you. Play. <laughs> quicker. Confirm my order. Oh, I've done it. It's done. Actually, I need to put a code from my phone. I think. Obviously, I'm going to cut all this. <laughs> yeah. Scared the shit out of me then. It just said you just bought it for 37.49. Well, no, I didn't. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Come on, give me my code. Give me my code. Give me my code. Here's my code. Right, give me one moment because I'm just going to check to see if I can actually download this. Okay. Are we going to download it while. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're recording on separate streams, so it shouldn't make a blind bit of difference. We yeah. can always pause it if it causes a problem. Yeah, it's got to come on and get a bit jumpy, but it doesn't matter, does it? Download, how big are you? How big are you? How big are you? Paying out. Eight gig? Is that oh, it? no, 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 that's, no, that's how much yeah. I've got available. <laughs> <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to redo that outro. <laughs> Hello. Hello. That, we all here? That's not the most full my blood has ever been, but it's probably in the top ten. You both came back at exactly <laughs> the same time. That is suspicious. <laughs> nothing to read into that. We do spend there a lot of time nothing together. to read into that at all. <laughs> I was not holding it for him. That is not a thing. Uh, knocking the drips off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not knocking anything off you. Uh, I'm getting old. I need help. <laughs> right keep then. Me steady. How you get my moustache caught in the ring pools? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> so in the what? In the ring pools of his cans. Ring on cans. I thought we did. <laughs> okay, wrinkles are a different thing for me. <laughs> no ring pools. Oh, ring pools. I think it's wrinkles. It's <laughs> not good grief. How deep would your wrinkles have to be to get your moustache <laughs> caught in them? It's I don't deep know. diving. <laughs> oh my god.
Clean the tail That's a different connotation. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.